Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio, where you can always step into the day spa. Ah. We are going to step into the day spot in just a minute. Also going to step into some Joe Rose talking with Ira Winderman. Oh, yeah, the Miami Heat back in action tonight. No one gets you covered like Ira Heat beat Winderman. Dan Lebetard show talking to one of my childhood favorites, Sinbad. Yes, Sinbad still around making it happen. Then checking in with Hawk and Crowder. They don't plan for anything, but fun always ensues. And ensuing right now. Headlines. Justice Winslow is expected to play tonight for the Heat in Indiana. Tip is at 7. Tomorrow, Jimmy Butler will be a guest on Comedy Central's Daily Show with Trevor Noah. The episode airs at 11 p.m. Here's more Heat news. The team will hold a three-day Dwayne Wade jersey retirement celebration in February. Kane's basketball team were down by number 13 Louisville last night, 74-58. The Panthers fell to Arizona 5-2. The team will host Military Appreciation night Sunday when they play Toronto. NFL Hall of Famer Troy Aikman says years ago he almost came out of retirement to play for the Dolphins. Top-ranked golfer Brooks Kepka will play at the Honda Classic February 24th through March 1st in Palm Beach Gardens. And now we take a step into the day spa. <sighs> a Georgia man has been arrested for stealing his mom's electronics and holding them ransom. How can you steal from your mom when you live with her? Because you know this winner is not out on his own. A Canadian couple was awoken multiple times by their doorbell ringing. The culprit? A cow. A doorbell camera caught the cow in the act. That's my spirit animal there. Love me some ringing and running. A cat recently interrupted a Thai monk's five-hour-long prayer. The monk stopped his prayers and started petting the cat. Hmm, maybe there is some truth to the whole Cat lovers are less likely to go to church. Speaking of church, Pope Francis recently warned a nun not to bite right before kissing her. My man, Pope Francis. Now on to weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast is clear with temperatures around 70. Win your share of $10,000 every Saturday at Hylia Park Casino. Receive free entries every Saturday, plus earn entries with slot play. The more you play the better your chances to win. Visit HyliaPark.com for more details. Let's get into the Joe Rose Show. Seems like it was yesterday when they were on, because they were on this morning from 6 to 10 like they are every weekday. They caught up with Ira Winderman, and oh yeah, he brought the heat. Talking about Indiana being sneaky good tonight. Also, are Butler and Winslow back? What's up with Olenek? Trading Derek Jones Jr. and Justice Winslow? And who will be deactivated tonight. 7 p.m. tonight, Heat and Indy. Indy sneaky good, right, Ira? Sneaky good. Yeah, especially without Victor Oladipo. The fact that they're in this six-team mix at the top of the East without their best player, with Malcolm Brogdon being injured. Nate McMillan is doing a, a sort of borderline coach of the year job right now, and I'm really curious when Victor Oladipo comes back, how hard of an out are they going to be in the playoffs? When is that, by the way? When do they expect uh, him back? They're talking all-star. They're talking all 
All-Star break. He is on the court working now. They send him here to their, their G League team to work with them also. He's working on the side 2-on-2, 3-on-3 in practices. So he's close. I think they're going to get about a half a season out of him. Again, you don't know how he's going to come back from the injury. But if he comes back anything close to the player he was, you know, that, that's going to be as good as any acquisition, I think, at the trading deadline for anyone at the top of the Eastern Conference. Is there a chance tonight could be the night that Butler and Winslow, especially Winslow, comes back? Yeah, it could. And Joe, and I'm curious in what role. Because again, you know, the season started, Justice was a starter. And then they fell in love with Duncan Robinson, rightfully so, the way he spaces the floor. And then Justice was a key component on the second unit. And then they fell in love with Derek Jones Jr., who's been terrific the last two or three weeks also. So you wonder, where does he step in? Whose minutes does he get in a rotation where we've already lost Kelly Olynyk's minutes? So I'm kind of curious. And and part B of that, Joe, is also is if you're going to make a trade, he's probably Justice Winslow, your best trade asset. So do you need to showcase him between now and the February 6th NBA trading deadline? What's happened to Kelly Olynyk? He's out of the rotation now. Is it James Johnson? Is it Myers Leonard? Is it a combination of something else? Because Kelly's just falling out, huh? It's opponents playing small ball. It's most teams have one big man and then they load up four guards and that's where the three-point NBA is going. So Eric Spolster looks at defensive matchups, even against Portland on Sunday, and he doesn't see a spot where he can spot Kelly Olenek. The one thing I'll say about this, guys, and we've seen it every year Kelly has been here, there comes a point out of the blue he has a resurgence. And all of a sudden he puts together a couple of those, you know, 15, 18, 20-point games with his little dipsy-doodle offense and you realize why he's here. So I wouldn't necessarily write him off right now, but he does look to be out of the mix for the moment. As we look at this, is, is Milwaukee, I know they got the best record in the East. Are they mm-hmm. clearly? I look at that roster, and, and I know the Greek is special. Do you like that right. roster? Is the roster that much better than everybody else in the East? Yeah, you know what? I think we underrate players beyond Giannis Antetokounmpo on that roster. And honestly, what Brooke Lopez has done, reinventing himself. I mean, he's not only a center who shoots three-pointers, he shoots them from 30 feet and makes them. That's a floor spacing dynamic. Chris Middleton will never get the respect he deserves, but he's an all-star. He was last year, probably to be again. Eric Bledsoe, you might remember from Phoenix when he's at the top of his game, is rounding back into that form also. So they have a bunch of nice pieces. Now, do I think they're a dominant, like the LeBron with the Cavaliers, and guaranteed to win the East every year? No, I don't. I, I think there are bad matchups for them. I think the way the Heat shoot the three-pointer, Mike Budenholzer, their coach, does not guard the three-point line. He believes in packing the paint. If a team gets hot against them in the playoffs, they can be beaten. I think the East is wide open. That's why, Joe, I'm just wondering, for all this talk about the Heat in 2021, and how they're going to wait on their cap space, I'm not so sure that some team in the East, maybe even the Heat, doesn't sit there around February in the trading deadline and go, why not us this year? I agree, Joe. I don't think there is an unbeatable team in the playoffs in the East right now. Yeah, I mean, the way I look at it also, I think they're going to try to be buyers because you look around the East, and the East is not bad. It's, you know, it's not as bad as I guess it was in, in recent years. There are some top-heavy teams, Milwaukee, Boston, even the surprising Toronto and Philly sitting there kind of in the middle of everything. But if they could be buyers and get one of these guys, and they have such a deep rotation, 
I mean, I've just never seen a guy like Goran Dragic just accept that role and become so well off. Yeah. He loves playing off the bench. Yeah, I, but here's the other part of that equation, Zach, is if you're taking the long view, remember, Goran's a free agent after the season. He's 33 years old. He's probably going to want his one last multi-year contract. So do you have to sort of take the long view at the trading deadline and say, Goran's a free agent, Myers Leonard's a free agent, Derek Jones Jr.'s a free agent. Can we afford to keep these guys? Should we put them in play? The trade I would propose right now, which I think could be win-win, of course I can't always talk about another team, is how about Justice Winslow and Derek Jones Jr. for LaMarcus Aldridge? Wow. Bring another big guy into the yeah. rotation down here. That's interesting. That's an interesting. But an outside, sh- right, an right, outside right. shooting big who spaces the floor for Bam. Now, agreed, he's not the greatest defensive center and, and certainly has had the issues. You can honestly say, when has Marcus, Marcus Aldridge ever won? But I think that's the kind of guy, his contract only has two years left. So, again, you would have that cap space in 2021, but you'd have a running partner for Jimmy Butler in the interim. So I think it's that sort of thing. So I, I really want to know, in these next three weeks, is Justice Winslow essential? for the Heat's defensive success, or is there another way to go? And I think either way, I need to see a lot of Justice Winslow between now and the trading deadline. Ira, what happens to the 13-year-old Kevin Love? What What do you think happens going forward with that one? Joe, that that contract, what is it, like four years oh, and over $90 million left right now, and it's just starting right now. You know, Cleveland was in that tough spot that when you've been on top and you lose something, do you get desperate? You know what Cleveland did? I'll give you the perfect example. Remember when LeBron left and Chris Boss basically held a gun to Pat Riley's head and said, I'm going to Houston unless you give me the max right now, even more than Dwayne Wade is making. And in that moment of truth, the Heat gave Chris Boss that money. I think it's the same thing in Cleveland. They lost LeBron. They didn't know what they were going to do. Oh, okay, we'll give you the money. And now they're sort of stuck with him. He's very one-dimensional, outside shooting big man. He's in no way a defender. He probably could put up very good numbers on a losing team. He wants to go to a winner. The only Kevin Love trade that works for me is him going back home to Oregon and to go home and play with the Portland Trailblazers, who you know Carmelo's game-winner last night notwithstanding. They need a jolt of something. So I think if there's one Kevin Love deal out there, it probably is the Trailblazers, who simply have to salvage the season for Lillard and McCollum. Kevin Love's got three years after the season for $91 million yeah. left on that deal. Yeah. He's a guard, he's a hard guy to trade right now. considering. And plus, he's done it before. When he was in Minnesota, he was a 20-10 and 10 guy. So he, he's been the looter in a riot before on a team. And you just I kind of expected from him in Cleveland, but he just wants out so bad. It's crazy. Speaking of Portland, yeah. but what about Dame Lillard? Mm-hmm. Do you think Dame Lillard's going to force his way out if this team doesn't do well? Well, I think that. That's why they need to make a trade. I think they yeah. need to add one more piece for him. Remember, Hassan Whiteside has that expiring contract. So you give him Hassan Whiteside, maybe Zach Collins, one of you know one of their young players, a draft pick. I think Cleveland can get something back tangible in return, and Portland goes all in at the moment because that number eight spot is wide open in the West. Oklahoma City's been a shock at number seven in the West. So Portland certainly has an avenue to the playoffs, but again, is it going to be a one-and-done for a team that went to the Western Conference Finals? I think Portland has to be the most active team at the deadline. I, that's why they got us on Whiteside. Forget these numbers that add up to nothing. They got him because he's an expiring contract that they could put into play at the trading deadline. By the way, let, let, let's go, if you don't ma- mind, let's go back to Hassan sure. Whiteside for a second. Surprised that 
his comments that he made when he got to Portland and that uh, the way everybody reacted to him, did that surprise you that he was surprised with the booze and everything? Yeah, you know what, Joe? These guys think that social media just disappears. And as you guys know, it never disappears. And there will be a moment of reckoning for every tweet and Instagram post and Facebook post and, and TikTok and, 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 and whatever you put out there. That's what happened to Hassan. And he not only said we got shooters at the time, he said we got shooters who can dribble, which was a rip at Wayne Ellington who had played sparingly and before that in Heath Lore, a guy like James Johnson. So, you know, there was a cut there. And, of course, people can remember because no one remembers like a sports fan. But you know what? With a son that all rolls off his back, he was walking out of the arena after that game's team lost and he was just as happy as could be anyway. That's just sort of who he is. He's sort of that goofy guy that you like as a teammate person but that you don't trust as a teammate player. And I think that's where he'll be his entire career. I've never seen a guy celebrate his statistics as much as Hassan does. Hassan's thinking he's having a great season, even with his team having a losing record. He's the perfect guy to be sitting in Sacramento or one of these towns that are probably yes. not going to win, that he could put up 25 and 12 every night, be the focus of and their offense, yeah. and be an all-star and win 14 games a year. Like that's that's He's made for that. Yes. I, I, look, I'm not going to call someone a loser, but we all know there are players like that, that right. look at the numbers and the stardom and all that, that aren't key players. That's where Pat Riley made that mistake. He made the mistake with Hassan. It's looking very much right now like he made the mistake with Deion Waiters. I don't put James Johnson in that class. James is just a different cat. But I think James cares a lot about winning also because he's been through the misery of different teams. So, yeah, I think Pat Riley has whiffed a little bit on culture guys where like all of us, I think he gets seduced by the numbers sometimes. I tell you what, he might have whiffed, but he he didn't whiff on the way this team's playing right now. That twenty six and ten record, he no, found pretty he damn did, good. He didn't, yeah. So. I mean, they're looking at another thirty, you know, another thirty one and ten, you know, for half a season, right. mirroring what they did at the end of sixteen seventeen. Here's one for you guys tonight. If Justice Winslow comes back, the Heat have to have three inactive players. We know that Daryl Macon and Casey Akpala are up in the G League in Sioux Falls. They're out. That means one more guy within an hour before game time has to be designated as inactive. Who is it? Ooh. Is it Udonis Haslam? Is it Chris Silva? Is it Dion Waiters? Oh, it's Dion Waiters. You see, you think so with the, with the yes. whole protesting of the suspension and not making it personal and punitive? I, I think it's going to be really interesting. I think that's the logical thing to do. I don't think you punish a Chris Silva on a two-way contract by making him put a sport coat on. I can't see them doing it to Udonis. They no haven't shot. done that over the last two seasons, but I think it's going to be interesting because, look, if you thought you had Dion Waiters in a funk already. I'm kind of curious that if he is inactive, does he put the sport coat on and sit by the bench, or does he just stay in the locker room? I think it'll be very interesting around 7 o'clock here in Indy. Just give him a bowl of popcorn in his jacket, and he'll be fine on the bench. Put a boom. Rim shot. You know what, though? This will be the ultimate test for him. I just don't think he wants to lose any more money. I mean, at some point, somebody's going to say, all right, I don't like this. Being in my street clothes, but I'm, I'm getting a check. Go. Right, yeah, I'm I, getting I a just, check at this how point. Much but, it, money. But, it re- but it really is interesting because when you talk about the most talented players on this team in terms of talent, he certainly is one of the ten most talented players. But as you guys know, team building, there's a lot more that goes on. There's the loyalty of UD. There's the work ethic of Chris Silva. I think it'll be another interesting moment. I do think this: if Deion Waiters goes through an extended period of being inactive, inactive tonight, inactive in Brooklyn on Friday, inactive in New York on Sunday. 
day, that might grease the, the skid sort of for him to say, you know what, I'm going to step away from the team. I won't be a distraction to be sort of like Melo was last year in Houston and other players have been over the years and maybe step away from the team. So I think tonight could sort of be a litmus test to where this whole thing is headed. Deion's going to be inactive tonight. Bowl yeah. of popcorn, he's ready I'm, to go on the bench. We'll be watching with our right. own popcorn That's right. early. That's right. We'll be watching. Thank you, Ira. Thanks, Ira. Always a pleasure. I'll be active. Thanks, guys. Right. The Heat are the real deal. Going to be excited to see what they can do against Indianapolis tonight. Keep those good vibes going. Ira Winderman, Joe Rose, morning times. Good stuff right there. Speaking of good stuff, Sinbad, he has been great for years. Next, he's going to be joining the Dan Levitard Show here on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Please give me a follow on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio. There's another Dan here at the radio station. In fact, there's a couple of us. I don't know why Dan is such a popular name here in Miami, but I'm part of it. Dan Lebitard, you can hear him from 10 to 1 weekdays right here at 560 The Joe. Earlier today, he caught up with the man, the myth, the legend, Sinbad, Sinbad, he came to you straight from the DMV. And, oh, yeah, Sinbad, he kind of lies well, too. He will be performing this weekend at the Miami Improv. If you want tickets, go to MiamiImprov.com. But before we get to Sinbad and welcome him, him, welcome him in, let's play for Sinbad and the audience the Bob Saget story about Bob Saget telling us, because Sinbad's been doing it for a long time, his worst stand-up comedy experience. We were three comedians doing this gig, the strip club, and <laughs> and Kevin Nealon and I went to go look at Mount McKinley, like two guys would do, like two bros. And the other guy, the other comic, was just in the, in the trailer with the strippers all, all weekend. So, <laughs> I mean, and, and so, the, so I'm, I'm I'm on. They're going to introduce me, and there's a stripper on stage, and she had pie pans over her um over her chest, uh, two pie pans, and then another one. Uh, lower in her lower region with matches, literally just matches, paper matches, uh, scotch tape to the pie pans, and then she lights them, not even sparklers, you know, right. just matches. Just matches. Lights them. <laughs> she, has, she lights the top pie pans and she lights the bottom pie pans, and then she blows herself out, and then literally blows herself out and goes, ladies and gentlemen, Bob Saget. <laughs> I think that was in Alaska as well, so Sinbad with us now, MiamiImprov.com. Do you have anything and thank you for joining us sinbad do you have anything to rival that i'm, I'm probably worse i'm standing in line right now at the dmv can you believe that <laughs> are you <laughs> yeah man i'm standing in line if i could drive while i'm down in florida brother that don't sound like a bad experience okay <laughs> i'm sorry man he was young i actually i actually headlined bro i headlined for uh at carmichael's academy of cultural anatomy in Dustin, florida and over for baseball kids and bandits remember the one used to run on out on the baseball fields and stuff Y'all yes, Morgana, know. Morgana the Kissing yeah, Band. I opened, I opened for her, man. I was, I was a headliner. <laughs> Check this out, man. The, the craziest part was she gave me business advice. She had just invented in, in barcoding and Wendy's. She was sitting there giving me business advice, man. Are you, are, you're legitimately at the DMV right now? I said, dude, you'll hear, you'll hear over the line. You'll probably tell what, what window to go to next, bro. Are you just, you're just standing in a DMV line right now. And wait a minute. Are yeah, you going to, are you, are you going to go in? You got to go in as David Adkins, right? It doesn't say Sinbad no, on anything. No, that's my, that's my name. David, David's my brother. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. wait, no, that's not right. That's not right. Yeah. You're, that's an older brother. Oh, I got you. A, a story got started. A story got started in People Magazine. A woman wanted to know my real name. I said, it's my real name. She did all this research. Remember, there's six kids in my family. So she just, this is my first experience in L.A. And she just wouldn't accept the name. So she threw my brother's name up. And that's the real story. 
That's the real story. All right. But remember, I lie, I lie well, too. Yeah, that, I'm not sure. <laughs> hey, that is. Uh, you You have been. How is it that you've been able to continue to do this into your 60s with the same enthusiasm that you seem to have had in your 20s when you were winning Star Search against Dennis Miller? Um, you know what, man? I, I still love it. Plus, I didn't make 100 man. So uh, <laughs> I'm not a retired brother. But no, I mean, you know what? It's, it's what I do. How, I mean, how bad can it be, bro? I've had every every jacked up job, you know, up to this point, you know, before becoming a comic. So well, how bad can it be, bro? How, how bad can it be? How bad were the jobs before you became a comic? Oh, everything sucked. But then I got ADHD, so I'm out of stuff. The the run that you had in the uh, in the 90s, what were you most enthused about doing when you were getting, you know, the jingle all the way, the coneheads, when you were... What were you? What was the one that you were most excited about? Oh, you know what, man? The combo movies for HBO, uh, a Cherokee kid. And what was that? I always wanted to play a cowboy. It was on HBO. I always wanted to play a cowboy. And so your dream came true right there. You did, man. I actually brought six horses, dude. I had a, I had a place. Where, I mean, I lost my mind. I became a cowboy, dude. I was, I was herding cattle on Sundays. Come on, man. I'm not certain what's real and what's not. I don't not. know. I, no, I, it's, you it's threw me off, that man. Was real. That was, dude, that one was real. Yeah. I was pushing cattle, bro. I did a, a, a cattle drive in Texas with all black cowboys, man. But are you in the DMV or not? He is at the DMV. Okay. I think that part's true. Okay. I'm not sure about the yeah, David Adkins story, though. Okay. When you come to Miami and uh, the Miami Improv, again, MiamiImprov.com is where you go. What is the city that Sinbad goes to where he is adored the most? What is the city that... Uh, that everyone wants to get some time with you in. You know, man, it's, it's strange because it, it, there's no one. I mean, it's a bunch of them. The one that came the craziest, I used to do, always do Chicago. And it became a period of six years, six to eight years. I couldn't even book Chicago. It made no sense. And now when I go back, it was just packed. But I was just in New York. That was cool. So, dude, it's, I, man, I think you give love, they give love back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Try, dude, you know how long I've been trying to get back to Miami? No, how long has it been? Dude, I get all around. I'm West Palm Beach. I'm Fort Lauderdale. I'm Melbourne. I'm Clearwater. It's been... In Miami proper, probably about eight years, bro. Simbad, has anyone recognized you at the DMV? I'm just out of curiosity. Oh, yeah. It looks like I'm crazy now. How many hours more do you feel like you yes, have to spend at the DMV? It, yes, it's going to be a while. It says, it says G37, right. but I think it went past my number. Oh, no. All right. Uh, start over. He'll be performing this weekend at the Miami Improv. For tickets, <laughs> visit MiamiImprov.com <laughs> if he emerges if from the DMV. Thank you. Thank you, Sinbad. We appreciate the time. <laughs> what happened? Classic. Sinbad and the guys from Dan Lebitard. Might have to catch Sinbad when he comes to town. Going to have to catch some Hawk and Crowder next on the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the Best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Happy Hump Day. You know what we do on Hump Days to get over the hump. We have Hawkman Hump Days where I feature some Hawk and Crowder that you can hear afternoons from 3 to 6 right here on 560 The Joe. They don't plan for anything, but good stuff always seems to happen. And when you don't plan, sometimes you just got to jump, jump. Crisscross will make you jump, jump. Then they talk about the state of the U, and then Solana gives us some headlines. We don't have anything planned for the first segment today, so here's Crisscross. What? <laughs> what is that? That was the noise they make at the end of this verse. <laughs> I love this song. This song was... Oh, yeah. Like, you hadn't heard or seen anything like Crisscross. This was my round two. I was a young, light-skinned dude with long hair. Were they from now. Atlanta? Were they from Atlanta? Were they from Atlanta? I think, I think they, they might were. have been. I just know that, yeah, Crisscross. I, I couldn't wear my clothes backwards. 
But I think I got a little extra, extra loving from the young girls when I, I was young too. Now I'm not saying that. When Criss Cross came out. Yeah, they were what, like 14? Yeah, they were 13, puppies. 14. And I was a puppy too. Oh my goodness. Sydney Montgomery. I told her about you. You don't like to talk about Sydney. <laughs> that was my high school love affair. Sydney. Oh, Sydney. Oh, Sydney. Then she got hit in the face with a wine glass at Georgia Southern, and that ruined her modeling career. Speaking of wine glasses, Shandell Richardson drinks <laughs> wine with a straw. Shandell got hot with me on the text line. Yeah, man. Mark Richt is going to join us tomorrow. You know, uh, Hurricanes fans always enjoy hearing from Mark Richt. Should I say that? Maybe. I feel like now, Ooh. do Hurricanes fans, I've enjoyed talking to him all season long. Do Hurricanes fans like talking to Mark Richt or hearing from him? I say no. I think you're wrong on that. Because you're think, just thinking about the number two ranking after that 10-0 and 0 start. No, but I think, uh, you know what I thought, um, it, it, just as an aside, I'm going to get into the real stuff here, but we had Blake James on, was it last week yeah. or the week before? I mean, we had him on right after the Independence Bowl. And Blake said, I had said to Blake James, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, you're bringing up Blake James, fire his ass or whatever. I happen to like Blake James and I like Manny, Manny Diaz. I've made yeah. no bones about it. But Blake James... A lot of people put the Al Golden hiring on him, and that wasn't him. That was Kirby Hocutt. Blake James has only hired two football coaches in the history of his tenure at the University of Miami, Mark Richt and Manny Diaz. And we were talking about that with him when he was on. And I said, you know, some people say that you've swung and missed on your coaching hires. And he said, which I agree with, you're crazy. If you think the three seasons that we got from Mark Rick was a failure, because look beyond the record. And by the way, there was that number two ranking at one yeah. point, and college game day was on the campus at one point, and the the victory over Notre Dame in Hard Rock Stadium was as electric as I can recall any college game that I've ever been to. That happened under his tenure, but Blake James was saying, hey, look at the indoor practice facility. Like, look, yeah. a, look at the state of the program beyond what the record's been. I, I think that's tough, though, Hawk, because, like, the facilities of Oregon, Florida is amazing right now. I can appreciate it. I don't think the normal fan in, in, in Section 304 cares about nope. what's going on at I the understand that. I understand that, but that's why it's important to give some information like that to people that would say, oh, Mark, because what did Mark Rick do? Mark Rick had a bad third season, right? So he's somewhere probably, he's over 500. Over 500. But he had a bad third season and decided he didn't want to fire his son. I mean, that that, really like if you're looking for more context clues than what happened with Mark Richt at University of Miami, I don't think you have to go any further than that. Yeah, they wanted uh, they wanted him to fire the quarterback's coach, which was his son. And he didn't want to do it. And so he stepped away. But I think that he made uh, he made great strides for the university. I think it was. And remember. It was coming off Al Golden, right? Yeah. Like and that, that wasn't like that far was, past Nevin Shapiro and them I mean, either. That, like it, that it, was, it's been a rough run. The Al Golden was the Al Golden era at University of Miami the bowels of of the oh. University of Miami football I, program. I can go back on Wikipedia and see what the seventies looked like. Well, I'm I'm, I'm I'm after Howard Schnellenberger gave it hand, its original resurgence. Hands down, I think because you had all those NCAA sanctions and Al Golden, who was not equipped no. to lead that program. I don't think Mark Rick comes close to comparing to to Al Golden. Mm-mm. Like Mark no. Richt 
Mark Rick beat FSU, right? L. Golden, five seasons, never beat FSU. And Manny has two now. And Manny has two. So, so no, no, no. They're they're not home runs. What's Manny's man? I don't know. You're still running the first to see how far that ball went with Manny. Mark Rick was what a double, a, a triple. It's uh, not gonna, home run. It's gonna sound weird. I think the higher was a home run of Mark Rick. I think the higher was. Now was the did the tenure end up being? In other words, was the signing of Indomitian Sue a home run for the Dolphins? No. The signing. The day of the excitement, or the when he was no, well, no, 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 no but he was the not, victory, he, the, the he claiming, wasn't dominant. No, no, no. But I'm not asking the tenure. The claiming of there were 32 teams that would have loved Indomitian Sue's service. Now, maybe not at the price the Dolphins were willing to yeah. pay, but take that out of the equation. Them getting Indomitian Sue, the preeminent defensive player in the league at that time. Yes, yes. right. That's not an overstatement. No, no, but best right now, one of the best. Top 10. I'd say top 10 D tackles in the NFL. I mean, I think that was a home run getting him. But it, was, it didn't. It, in the analogy, though, Mark Rick was not in Dominican Sue because at that time, Dominican Sue was a top three. Mark Rick was not a top three. He was a top what coach in the SEC. Now, I understand, he, had, he, was I understand he had worn out his welcome in Georgia. Like, yes. I get it. He had worn out his welcome. You know, very equivalent to Ryan Tannehill, no? Yeah. You knew that he was a good coach. Georgia knew he was a good coach, but it wasn't working for them. Rick was going to win you 10 games. He wasn't going to win the championship. He was not going to beat Alabama in no. an SEC championship no. game. No. Right? He wasn't. He, he, he was. I mean, that was the reality of it, but it didn't mean he wasn't successful there. For us that for us to be going through this and me to put top ten, top five, top and all that, he yes, I can't say home run no hawk, because in my mind, home run is is championship. Home run is Dabo Sweeney again, to Clemson. Again, but I'm I'm talking about you're talking about result. You're talking about result. Yes. I'm saying this the, the hiring of Mark Richt, your you're the guy in charge of the hiring. There's an SEC coach, a 10-win SEC coach. Your current coach is a Temple retread that has never been able to beat your main rival, and the fan base has turned on, and, and you need – like, Mark Richt excited the fan base. Yeah. yeah. No, I know I'm, I'm, I'm playing no, a weird game no, here because but, I'm saying take out the actual results and, and give me a grade – but I'm trying to look at him as two different things. When he signed, everybody was excited. Because I remember, because I'm a Gator, so I, I look at it from the outside. I'm, yeah. I just cover the cover the games now. When they hired him, they thought, damn, he can win 10 games the, in the SEC. There He's going to dominate the ACC. There was, a, there was a camp that wanted Butch Davis. But that was it. There was a small camp, I think, that wanted Butch Davis. But mo most people were down with Mark Rick. That's y'all's nostalgia. Y'all get stuck in there. There's still, people, there's still people that want uh, Butch Davis, that would have preferred Butch Davis over Manny Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> and would love to go get Butch Davis right now over Manny Diaz. Now, look, what's his name? Alonzo uh, Highsmith. He's going to come fix everything. Well, is he? I don't know. I mean, I I, I, Nova. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. I, uh, yeah, I don't know if he is. And, you know, even if Alonzo Highsmith comes, does he fix everything? Like, what are we, what are we doing with Alonzo Highsmith? How much time are we giving him? 11 months? <laughs> would he get that, 11? Would he get the 11 months? Now, if Manny Diaz got 11 months, and no one liked what he did in the first season, so you brought in Alonzo Highsmith. Does Alonzo Highsmith get 11 months, and then if that doesn't work out, we've got to bring in someone now to oversee Alonzo Highsmith? I, I don't know. You know what? I was going to answer this question rationally, but I had to go back and think 
that you Kang fans aren't rational because you're the only ones that believe if you you have to go to Miami to understand what Miami's about. That's why y'all, y'all love Alonzo Highsmith because he went to Miami. Absolutely. Like, if, if it's a Kang's thing, you don't understand. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard that a hundred times out of you. When you look at these top universities, Saban didn't go to Alabama. Dabo didn't go to Clemson. Oh, uh, uh, the Ohio State folks, I don't even know what the new guy's name. I, he didn't go to Ohio State, I'm pretty sure. Like, y'all get caught up in, oh, he's Alonzo Highsmith. Oh, that's because he's a Kane thing. Bro, I don't know if he's the best for the program, even though he went to UM. I think that's what y'all get caught up in. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the perfect example of it's a Kane's thing, and you wouldn't understand. Okay. Play my rock, you like a hurricane. Let's go. Uh, Mark, Shut this guy up because it's a Kane's thing, and he doesn't understand. Mark Come on, Rick, so long. Mark I, I can't. I can't hear from you right now. Mark Rick I can't hear from you right now. I got the code word coming up here in a second. Mark Come on, Rick Solana. Let's go, Solana. What is that? <laughs> what is this? Boy. Turn that off. Killed the whole moment. I know. He Whatever did. that was. That what you just said about Solana, I'm guaranteeing his girlfriend said it a hundred times. Like, what did you yeah. do? You just killed the whole moment. Yeah, stop talking. Man, you, I mean, literally killed the entire moment. Put your man bun away. You're supposed to be an asset to the show. I don't know exactly what you were doing there. We were building to crescendo. We have Canes fans all over the place. And I don't, I don't know exactly what you were thinking there, but you completely ruined the moment. It's not for you to speak right now. All right, uh, I did really want to get into Tua Tagovailoa and uh, Brian Geltzeiler, the hoops critic from Sirius XM NBA Radio. He's going to join us in about five, ten minutes, talk uh, Miami Heat and NBA during our 15 minutes of heat. So let's go to the moment-ruining Alejandro Solana for headlines. Pause up, Papa. Just give the headlines, buddy. <laughs> the Panthers lose 5-2 to two to the Coyotes last night. That was such a bad loss for the Panthers. It was such a bad loss for the Panthers. I was talking with Solana before the show. Like, you know, I've been so confident. We're going to have playoff hockey and playoff basketball down here. I'm starting to have doubts. Are, are they even in the, the top eight in the East? Not right now, no. They're they're on the cusp of being yeah. a wild card team. Like, they're, they're, you know, Goldie said it with us. Moeller has said it with us. They need a sustained winning streak. But they can't do what they did last night. I, I the, the $70 million goalies over there cheering. Yeah, I mean, and, and Goldie told us yesterday, he said, well, they'll ride Dreger until he loses. Well, that was last night. So you're going to get back to Bobrovsky on yes. Thursday night, and hopefully the $70 million goalie can start doing what he needs to be doing because uh, I, I'm, I'm starting to get just that first tinge of nervousness when it comes to this Panthers team. Tinge. We it's a spo- tinge. We weren't supposed to be on the edge this year. I agree. You told me that, huh? I agree. I'm, I'm mad at you for telling me I that. I agree. Man, that lineup I think is so good. And the addition of Bobrovsky, I mean, that was the thing that put you over the edge. Yes. Like you went out and got the great goaltending that you needed. So, I don't know. We'll talk maybe uh, maybe tomorrow or Friday we'll bring on uh, – Randy Moeller, Doug Plagans, talk a little uh, Panthers hockey because, man, they got to get something going. It was a great crowd last night, too. I went to the BB&T Center last night, took my nephews to the game, and I thought it was going to be a sparse crowd at best. Tuesday night against Arizona, it was a great crowd. Like it was a great crowd. Roy Bellamy from Levitard's show, he sat with me, and he's a huge hockey fan, and he said to me, you know what? I think this city is starting to realize this team's got some talent. Like, there was a genuine energy in that building, and you 
can't skate out of there with that loss last night. <laughs> yeah. Such a bummer. All right, what else you got in the uh, headlines there, Solana? Speaking of the Panthers, they host Vancouver tomorrow night, BB&T Center, 7 p.m. puck drop. I was hoping they stay good because whenever I go to a game, they show me on the Jumbotron. Right. I mean, uh, when uh, that place is full, I mean, you're a uh, you're, uh, celebrity level, what do they call it, a Q rating? Your yes. Q rating will be through the roof. I'm telling you, man. They I'm don't away. show you. They don't show you at the Heat games, at the re- Panthers games. You're a celeb. I regret not chugging my beer when they put the camera on me. Oh, why didn't you do that? I That's the not. thing people do, and you could do that better than any of those athletes That's, that have done that. That was my problem. I could have won the chug off. How did you screw that up? You know what? I was lame because I tried to hug my wife right, and be cute right. with the kids. That's not even you. What are you I trying? Know. You're Jim Carrey trying to do a serious role? I mean, <laughs> you're the beer chug guy. <laughs> what happened? Come here, baby. I didn't even Come think here, of kids. that. That's exactly chug. what you should have done. And I had a big ass beer in my oh, hand. That is infuriating. When's the now? next home game? <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> we gotta go. We're going. Show them on the screen. <laughs> Come on. Dude's gonna crush a couple of beers. I'm gonna go at it. Uh, what else you got, Solana? Kane's hoops fell 74 to 58 to Louisville. UM will host Pitt Sunday at the Watsco Center. Somebody texts in, if the Panthers don't make the playoffs, does Coach Q get a pass for his first year? No, we got to hire Alonzo Highsmith. He's going to oversee the Florida Panthers. It's a Canes thing. Y'all wouldn't <laughs> understand. That's how good. Would have been a perfect time to fire off uh, Rocky like a hurricane, but you have really sc- – nah, I don't even want it. Go to hell. You screwed – I mean, totally screwed it up. Turn it off. Nobody wants to hear it. More headlines, jackass. The Heat begin a three-game road trip tonight. Game one is in Indiana. Justice Winslow yes. is back in the lineup, but Eric Spolster, the head coach of the Miami Heat, said his minutes will be limited in his first few games back. Pacers, one-point favorites at home. Hmm. Pacers, one-point favorites at home. No Oladipo still. Right, Oladipo's out. We do have a uh, a date set for his return, by the way, the 29th of January. Um, Man, I kind of like the Heat. I do too. I kind of like the Heat in that game. All right, what else you got, Solandria? The Heat announced Wade's retirement ceremony will be a three-day legacy celebration starting with the flashback on Friday. It'll be a look back at Wade's most legendary moments at the AAA. That's a season ticket holders only event. Oh, but look at you, special Salandria. It will be live on Fox Sports Sun. And uh, that's going to be in February? Yes, that's uh, February. <laughs> I know you love the season ticket holder events in February. Season ticket only. <laughs> I want to know the person that's never heard that segment before that's just hearing me say that. <laughs> Why do you keep saying February? Laughing at you. I know. <laughs> Saturday, it'll be the uh, Jersey Retirement Ceremony versus the Cavaliers. We expect LeBron. James to be there because does he sound extra loud to you? He always does that. He sounds to us. extra loud to me. I, I I don't know why this happens though. I don't. Techni- I don't. Technically I don't know boxes us out. <laughs> he really he wants the attention. He's boxing he's bo- us yeah, out. He boxes us. I out, can't man. get in the paint in my own show. <laughs> he's in there. I'm supposed to control the paint. He's boxing me out. I got the bruiser badge. <laughs> fourteen from fourteen from the field. He lives in there, man crazy. Tom Brady posted Instagram this morning that he has more to prove. Anything else, Salandria? <laughs> yeah, finally, Gina Stewart, who claims to be the world's hottest grandma, has joined the relief efforts in Australia. Anyone who donates more than $10 to select charities will earn a free subscription to her OnlyFans account. Oh. What's her name? Gina Stewart, and on Instagram, she's literally, she she's called the hottest grandma. So like a gilf. 
She's a gilf, yeah. That's how you get over a Hawkman hump day with some Hawkman and Crowder. But I got more for you. My man, Coach O from LSU. I'm an LSU alumnus. They recently did on ESPN a montage of some of the crazy press conferences he's held. Listen to this. We're coming. We're coming. And we ain't backing down. I feel good about Jamar Chase. I feel good about Justin Jensen. I feel good about Terrace Marshall. That's what I have, Louisiana. Hold on a second. Hey, guys. Hey. I'm having a press conference, okay? Thank you. I feel good about our backups. I feel good about our tight end. I feel good about our quarterback. I feel good about our two running backs. Why this much emotion, Coach? Well, it's such a big game. They beat us for eight years. I got tired of hearing that stuff, man. <laughs> I mean, it was time. I told the team tonight, we draw the line. We had enough. Here we come. There was going to be nothing. Too much of a celebration to beat Arkansas. They haven't beaten anybody in a long time. I can't thank our crowd so much. We came to the Tiger Walk. There must have been 30,000 people there at the end when they all get the gator chomp, man. I was fired up. We wanted to get bigger. I'm stopping. Hey! Stop the ball. Stop the drill. I'm having a press conference. Thank you. No question. There's no question about that. It's going to be on. <laughs> I would not want anybody else in the country on our offense or our defense than our football team that we have right here. I believe in these guys. Go Tigers. Getting ready for that national championship game on Monday. Cannot wait to see LSU beat Clemson, an ACC team, and win the national championship. Cajun Nation going to be going crazy. It's been fun going crazy with you today. Going to do it again tomorrow at 6 o'clock right here on 560 The Joe. I am Dan Day. Remember, you can download the podcast wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free, the radio.com app, or you can simply go to our website, wqam.com. Going to go home, watch a little bit of the Heat game, Watch the Pelicans game, maybe eat some minus sandwiches, maybe drink a few yingling black and tans. No maybe about it. That is definitely going to happen. And definitely tomorrow, 6 o'clock, right back here with the best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t